You guys want to hear a cool sound? Listen to this. You hear that? You know what that is? That's the sound of a completed notebook. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Think Better with MS podcast. My name's Tom, I'm your host and your pilot on this ship of mayhem that is my life, and welcome aboard. And as usual, uh, my co-pilot and best friend lady is with me, giving moral and ethical and emotional support as needed. In other words, she's taking a nap, um, which is well-deserved. Um, and because she had a recently just a, a little bit of a health concern and she's on the mend everything is good ish now um i'm going to talk about that a little bit later because uh, it actually is pertinent and germane to what i want to talk about today so um first and foremost welcome back um it's been some time since i've recorded and published a podcast episode and released it to the world um and that was part with intentionality and another part of it was I just simply let me get into it okay um just so the record is straight this episode's a bit of a departure from what I usually do um I don't have any notes in front of me I have no outline um I just kind of want to talk about the next chapter and the next chapter in this case is what's happening in my life and how it relates to living with multiple sclerosis and just the sort of mayhem that has been uh, <laughs> has has fallen into my lap recently um so first and foremost welcome back and it's it's really great to have some time carved out to be able to just sit down and talk so if you don't mind today we're just going to have a very open and candid one-way conversation and if you hang around um at the end uh i have some really good news that i want to share with everybody and some projections of what's going on moving forward but let's talk about the next chapter right so uh the last time i really sat down and and put some work into the podcast uh was a few months ago and i had just taken a sabbatical from my career uh which was a decision that i did not come to lightly um after much deliberation and thought and meditation on it i decided it was going to be the best course of action for me and it has proven so far to be that um so from that standpoint it's been um a period of just relaxation restoration and reflection essentially um in other words it has freed up my time and my energy and my attention to focus on some other projects that were kind of floating around my orbit that I just never really had the gumption to get to or the ability to really put all of myself into it because I was, uh, I, I would have to stop and do something else and do something else. So you get the, you get what I'm saying here. Um, that, that sort of commitment to it, um, it was huge for me, uh, because it was the sort of proverbial burning your boats. You know, like if you want to take the island, you burn your boats, as as they say all the time. I don't know who they are, but it's said a lot. Um, and the idea is that, like, when you don't have a plan B, and um, you have nothing to fall back on, so you, you, it almost forces you to put all of yourself into it. And I knew that that was a sacrifice I was going to have to make in order to at least see if the direction I want to go in life is the direction that's for me. And that's where the next chapter comes in, because for 23 years, I had I had things pretty good. Like, I knew what I was doing. I, you know, like every, most other people, like, I, I didn't live a <laughs> carefree life by any stretch of imagination, but things were, things were locked in. Um, and then one day, you know, a doctor tells you that you're sick and that you'll always be sick. That, you know what you're going to deal with is not only a chronic illness, but there's a good probability of the progressive nature of this particular disease is that not only is today the healthiest day you'll ever have, but, you know, it might get worse from here, which is depressing news, to say the least. Uh, 
that that in and of itself is you know that'll shatter your your world um but in my case it happened to come right at the beginning of the covid pandemic um so there was a lot of confusion happening uh at one time and um i don't know about you but i don't think the i don't think humans were built we're <laughs> let me put it this way we are resilient beings but there is a limitation on that resilience you know um but it's in those times that you're tested the hardest do you find really where your metal is you know like who you are and i had that experience fortunately <laughs> i can say that now i couldn't have said that three years ago uh, but I can now, with a little time and space and distance between me and those those events, um, I'm able to see that it was actually, there was something really good in that. Um, and based on that, I've had this calling of, of, of a sort to not only share that experience to help lift others up as well, but to stand as a testament that you're never really down. You know, like there, there's ways around it. There's ways to get through it and around it and over it and past it. Uh, even if it's something that is chronic, that's, you don't get rid of MS, but you learn to adjust and adapt to life while living with a chronic illness. It's a lot, you know, it's hard to articulate it into some cute little 30 second blurb or, you know. My life is not a meme, is what I'm trying to say. No, none of our lives are memes, but we tend to absorb that information in that capacity. Okay. So, I find myself, for the first time in forever, um, you know, not really having that, that comfort of direction in my life. And it felt like a crossroads moment, because it was either you cling to the past and what was or what, quote, should have been, and you kind of stay in that world or you accept the situation for what it is and you plow forward regardless you know that's a choice we get to make and it's a tough one you know it's there's no right or wrong it's it's an individual choice and the timing of it and the intensity of that decision is wholly and solely placed on the individual so I would never sit here and cast judgment on anyone who has or has not had to make that decision. But I would encourage anyone, if they're at that crossroads, to explore the options of not clinging to what was and what could be and uh, move forward. All right. So that, that right there is a, one of the primary functions of the work I do with the podcast and, and within the, the MS community. That being said, um, as I sort of look forward to the next chapter, I have often used this analogy of the pots on the stove, um, which means that, you know, you put a bunch of different pots on the stove and they're different sizes and they're filled with different liquids or whatever. And I've just been watching them and to see what, what's simmering, what's boiling over, what's, you know, what's happening there and acting appropriately to each one. So if for instance, something's boiling over that gets my attention and I would have to control the heat on that, that metaphorically speaking. Um, you know, with so much going on, and I've discussed this before on um, a previous show where in the 10 facets of life, I had, I had a bunch of fires going and I had to figure out which ones needed my immediate attention and which ones could simmer for and smolder for a while, and which ones, you know, were just warm coals um and that is basically a to me a good metaphor to living with a chronic illness like multiple sclerosis it's because it's it's not a one and done thing it's it's how do you continue on and adjust at the same exact time and you're doing it with a condition that just exhausts you you know like the disease is is exhausting and dealing with it is exhausting and all the nuances that come with it of trying to keep up with social standards and 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 expectations from other people and uh, some people have an unwillingness to even try to understand the illness and you don't even understand the illness and you know it's <laughs> i just got tired just talking about it you know i'm gonna go join lady on the couch for a nap 
But you get the point, right? So there's there's not an easy way to just blast through life, period. And it's really not an easy way to blast through life with a chronic condition. But that doesn't mean you can't. So I've assumed the mantle of a guy who wants to pretend like he knows what he's talking about, but really has no clue. And I got myself some podcasting equipment. And I thought, well, maybe I'll just start talking about this and it'll be cathartic. And if it helps me, cool. But if it helps someone else, even better, right? And uh, again, there's no right way to do this. I've listened to other podcasts on the same topics. um, And they're great. They're awesome. I have no notes, right? Uh, Who am I to judge? Um, But I do know that the time I spend is important to me and what I spend it on is important to me. So I might listen to somebody do a podcast on uh, a chronic condition that's not MS, right? Like lupus or um, fibromyalgia, uh, where the symptoms are somewhat similar, but it's not really a symptom-based conversation. It's a totality on the how do you live your life with this chronic condition? So it's more of a chronic illness category for me. And I find those helpful. Uh, I've dove into subreddits and, and parts of the internet where people discuss their experience with living with ADHD, for example. Now, I don't believe I have ADHD. I've, it's, not, it's not on my radar in that capacity. But what I do find is a commonality with those people and and how they see life and how life sort of comes at them. And you would almost be amazed at how much there's there's similarities in there. Once you break down through the nuances of it, there's a lot there that I'm like, wait, these these feel like my people, you know, (laughs) even though I'm not someone who lives with ADHD, you know, so that started expanding my horizons more and i thought okay well there there's that and there's also these people are this their willingness to talk openly and vulnerably about that's not a word being vulnerable about their lives um it's never a woe is me thing it's just like hey look i i've gained an awareness about who i am um this is the sort of medical explanation of of why i think this way or why i act this way or this is how i see the world and they get that. And it's not about being better than anyone else or trying to top anyone else. It's just about sharing that experience. And that's a layer that, that I want to live on, right? It's that shared experience that actually unites us and brings community together. You know, that common unity of people that say, um, I can I could sit down with someone who has ADHD and, and, and Crohn's disease and we'll, we'll find that commonality really fast like really fast, you know, um, even though we're, we're coming from different spokes on the wheel, we seem to meet in the hub and that, that fascinates me. Uh, and it it actually fills my, my heart with a lot of joy because it's not something that separates us and makes us different because we're always looking for the ways that we're, you know, different than the other guy. But, you know, I would encourage everyone to flip that and turn it into the, how do we actually work together? Like, let's stop working apart. Let's start working together. That's what community is. So if you take all of that, and there's more, trust me, I have a notebook full of ideas, but if you take that, that, that basic tenet right there, um, that, that to me is the core of what this podcast is about. And it came to light recently when I was talking with a gentleman uh, and it wasn't even about MS. It was, well, it doesn't matter. It was about something else. And he had asked me about the podcast. And is how can I put this? It wasn't like a judgmental question. He was just genuinely curious. Like, it was a, what is your podcast about? <laughs> and I couldn't answer the question. I didn't know how to answer that question. It's the same problem I had on day one of the podcast was I don't quite know what it's about. And that creates a bit of identity crisis for me, right? Um, Yeah, it's... I talk about my experience with multiple sclerosis. I try my best to give factual information about a disease... But I'm also not a scientist, 
Um, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a guy who has MS. But I'm more than just a guy with MS. I'm a guy that, you know, like had a life before I found out I had this illness for the last 18 years, three of which were diagnosed. Uh, you know, I'm a guy who, uh, I'm a father, I'm an artist, I'm a guy who creates things. I like, I like creating things. I like making things. Like, I always say this, if I had a mantra, it would just, it would be simply, I'm better when I'm building. And I don't really so much care what it is, because any kind of medium, once I understand the properties of that medium, um, I'll dedicate a lot of time and effort into making it really good. So whether it's painting, drawing, tattooing, uh, writing, it won't be dance. You'll never see me dancing. So you can just rule that out, right? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a creative dancer. That's not me. Um, but there's so many forms of, of creativity uh, that it's not hard to find something that just fits what your, your thing is and, and go with it. So I'm explaining to this guy, or trying to, that it's like, well, it's it's my experience through the lens of multiple sclerosis, but it doesn't stay on multiple sclerosis. And so what he did was he went back and listened to some of the uh, recent episodes, and he was like, no, I have a much better idea what it is. You're, you're, you're on a you know, you're going for that deeper layer. And I said, yeah, I live in that deeper layer. Like, I live in the world, the layer of connectivity. Um, I don't want to be on the surface. I've never felt comfortable on the surface. It's just so, ugh, you know? Um, and it's not that I'm so, you know, cerebral where I'm like, ugh, you know? Um, it's just, I think in terms of sort of esoteric ideas and deep philosophical ponderings. I mean, I spend a lot of time meditating over things and, and thinking and building and constructing ideas to support uh, concepts, which is basically philosophy, right? And so it depends on which school you're in, but you could study all of it. And it's just, I'm fascinated with the way the, the human brain operates, how the human condition is. Um, I live with a disease that directly impacts my brain function so yeah i'm interested in it like i want to know that if i have of the 31 lesions on my brain i want to know where they are and what part of the brains they may or may not affect because if i'm suddenly feeling tingling in my leg could i at least know that there's a lesion on that part of my brain that might be the cause of that misinformation in my body See what I'm saying? Uh, if my speech were to slur, which is a symptom of MS, and I'm in the middle of a podcast and I'm doing that, well, I'm not drunk, right? But like, I would know, wait a minute, I don't have a scar on that part of my brain. That should not affect my speech. So is there something else going on? You know, these are important things when you, when you live with a condition such as this. And it just... I guess maybe makes sense for me because um, it's something I've always had an interest in anyways. So it's helped me to sort of bring that to the forefront, right? I, I see it as another creative endeavor. How can I understand this myself? And am I able to explain it to people who don't have a medical degree and don't know every part of the brain? You know, like how can I uh, distill this down to terms that people can understand which brings me to another topic which is like how we communicate as humans there's verbal communication there's body language you know there's all that like we communicate all the time and sometimes we use the same vocabulary but we have different meanings for the words and it just comes from how you learn that word and what you associate a word with again it's another like weird sub category in my mind of like this is interesting to me i love understanding language and how we communicate uh specifically is supported by the fact that i'm doing a podcast which is me speaking um with the variation in there that my speech has been impacted by the progression of this disease
I've been pretty open and honest about that. Uh, the act of doing a podcast is beneficial if it helps people, but it's also me challenging myself to say, well, I'm not going to worry if I slur a word or I can't remember a word um, or I'm buffering a little bit slow in conversation. If I were to become afraid of that, then it owns me. And the only way to beat that is to just face that fear straight up and say, oh, it's speaking that might be my problem? Well, let me do a lot of speaking then. You know? Um, I just refuse to let something that is outside of my control control me. It just will not happen. Does it at times? Yeah, certainly, you know. <laughs> but internally, with the fortitude I have, I, I'm just not going to allow it to stop me. It might slow me down. It might delay me. Um, and it might, it might force me to reroute myself and find a more creative solution around that. Which is why I hadn't recorded or, or published a, a podcast episode for over two months. And it had nothing to do with speaking. It had nothing to do with MS. It had nothing to do with my back hurting. It actually was outside of my control. And it's simply this. One of the tools I need in order to do this podcast is technology. I need a laptop, I have an interface, I have microphones, I have this whole setup. And yet, energetically, me and technology are not friends. Never have been, probably never will be. I don't know what it is. I get around electronics and things go weird. I just, it happens all the time. Uh, it's uncanny. I thought it was me at first. I have a witness to this. People have witnessed me. Like, I just get near a computer and it frazzles. That's why I'm not allowed in Best Buy anymore. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I'm just an analog guy trying to survive in a digital world, which is fine, except that here's the test, right? Here's the next challenge. I need to rely on this sort of technology in order to do this particular creative act, which is podcasting. And it has proven time and time again to be um, a destructive and obstacle-laden force in my life. And there's a message in there somewhere. Is that it should be plug and play. I keep being told by people, oh, you plug this in, you talk in here, boom, no problem. And yet... I record entire episodes, an hour's worth of something, and there's some weird static in the background that I can't get rid of. And I can't adjust it in post-production. It's happened before. I've released um, a podcast episode where, unbeknownst to me at the time of publishing it, most of it is in the background and really unsavory to listen to. Go back earlier, I had an entire episode called Of Mikes and Men, where it was basically me ranting and raving and bitching about um, some microphones I bought that were all staticky. You know, it's just, you start to see a pattern. <laughs> and I don't have the any solution to it because I've tried everything. I've done everything in my power. I've done the research. It's not for a lack of wanting to learn. It's just simply, you. it's that thin line between maybe this isn't for me or maybe this is the test. You know, like how many times can someone say no to you? How many times can a microphone fail on you or something doesn't record or, you know, something on the technology side of things? It's just like, dude, this isn't for you. I mean, how many no's do you face before you throw up your hands and you say, OK, you're right. I'll just give up. Well, the answer to that question from where I sit is. There are not enough no's. Keep throwing the no's at me because every time I get a no, every time I get one of those speed bumps or road bumps or potholes or uh, every time something slows it down, it only reinforces my urge that this is the right thing. See, most people, I think, would quit after the third or fourth or fifth or 
15th time they tried to record an episode and it just wasn't working. Most people would, I think. And I'm not saying don't take a break, don't walk away from it for a while, uh, but quitting? Nah. Nah. Not in my vocabulary. But that's where I found myself about two months ago, a little over two months. Um, it was a lot of life was happening, a lot of life changes were happening, um, and yet the technology side of things was still just like, and I, I didn't want to quit on it, and I didn't quit, but I knew, okay, I'm just going to put you aside for a minute, all right? I'm just going to, mm, and I, I worked on some other stuff. So that explains my absence anyways. And then I'm going to tell you a story now about how I heroically decided to get back in the saddle, lace them up, hit record, and do another podcast, and this is it. And everyone's going to be like, wow, how heroic. You're like Rudy, you know, like Rudy, Rudy. Well, the fact is yesterday I sat down, like I mentioned, and I did an entire hour only to find out that there was, of course, static in the background. And uh, the solution was that the cord I was using to attach to my microphone was shot, and that was the problem. <sighs> Could you imagine after like a two-and-a-half-month hiatus and you sit down and you get yourself all geared up to get back into it, shake the rust off, and go, let's go, only to have the same exact problem happen again? <laughs> oh, my God. You should have seen me yesterday. I was I was a piece of work yesterday. Um, it just, oh, you know, what do you do? You throw your hands up in the air. You're like I don't know what else to do. You know, if I I'm willing to learn whatever I need to learn to do this, but everything I've learned it works theoretically, but doesn't when it's in my presence, right? I don't know. Um, so I. I I took it as a sign. I took it as a sign that maybe I should keep going on, despite these hiccups. It's not that the material is terrible, I don't think. I mean, a couple people say they like it, so I'm, I'm just going to ride with that. But, like... <laughs> it's the back end of everything, you know? Um, and that's fine. That is fine. In time, in, in time, my vision is that this will become so colossal, uh, colossal and helpful to other people that uh, someone will be like, hey, I'm a sound engineer and I can help, you know, figure that out. And I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Would you mind sitting in the room with me? Because it's a little weird sometimes for me to just talk into an empty room. And they're like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll just when you wander off topic, I'll just reel you back in. And I'm like, great. And you could do that all while making sound, making sure the sound is good. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Like that to me would be amazing. Cause every day I could just walk in, say hello, greet everyone, pour a cup of coffee, sit down and blast out some thoughts from my notebook, um, that hopefully are fun and creative and, uh, perspective shifting takes on, Again, not just life, but life with multiple sclerosis or life with a chronic illness. Or just if you're in for it, just life. Everyone's got some, some stuff we're handling, right? So, yeah. That was my 30-second elevator pitch that I gave to this gentleman. In other words, I don't know what the podcast is about. I really don't. Um, and I don't want it to be about a thing, necessarily, and if it represents something for you, cool. You know what I mean? Um, I, but I would love it if people who live with ADHD hear it and they're like, okay, no, I understand what this guy is saying, you know? Or someone with Crohn's says, yeah, no, this makes sense. I'm not talking about the symptoms, but I'm talking about the overall sort of arc of how this fits into our lives. That ultimately uh, is the message I want to spread. It's a message of of just community and togetherness and, um, support, um, and having people not feel alone in their struggles because we're all struggling. We're all dealing with something. It might not be the same symptoms, 
but there's that same sort of overallness to it, and that's where I would like to unify people, if possible. So, that being said, and thank you, by the way, for um, listening <laughs> to all that. Uh, I, I just feel like I had to get back into it and get some stuff off. So now we could, now we could actually get to the fun stuff. Um, real quick on, on Lady, this is a big favor I have to ask everyone. Um, she had been walking a little bit strangely um, last week, like almost like she was drunk, to be honest with you. Uh, her limbs were not cooperating with her at all. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that. Break, it just absolutely broke my heart. And I, I called my vet and I got, him in, got her in right away, which, again, is ironic because now I'm back at the vet where I was, like, before I took a sort of podcast hiatus. Um, I'm back at the vet, and it's this time they're telling me that she has a degenerative disc in her L4 uh, spine, the L4 section of her spine. Um, so she has lower back issues and there was some nerves and it was, you know, now I'm having a conversation with the vet because my first, oh, how romantic, my first disc issue was my L4, L5. Uh, so, Hey, lady and I soulmates, right? Thick as thieves. We are, we both have the same back ailments. Uh, good news, though, we have her on medication. Uh, it's bringing the inflammation down. It's helping her sedate her a little bit so she won't move around as much. That's why she's napping. Um, and she's on the mend. She's definitely feeling better. So um, I would just ask uh, anyone listening, if you have a little extra thoughts, prayers, and good vibes, and if you could just send it her way, that would be um, greatly appreciated. Because uh, now moving forward, we have to just keep that in the back of our minds that she has disc issues and I have them and once you blow out one it unfortunately becomes like a domino effect and I know that all too well having a pretty mutilated spine as it is so uh, thoughts and prayers or whatever it is that you can do to to sort of make her feel better um, you'd, I'd be indebted to you for that so let's talk about the next chapter. And as we sort of recapped here, I put a 23-year career behind me. I put a lot of life behind me. Um, had some alterations to my life. Recharted course, if you will. And it's time to uh, close out that notebook and open up a new one. Start not only a new chapter, but a whole new book. So where do we go? Where do we turn the page? What do we do? Well, the vision is there. And it's hard to describe, much like, what's your podcast about? Um, how long do you have? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but at the end of the day, me talking about my plans is futile. Everyone's got plans and everyone talks about them and how many people actually put them into play. I also think that one of the worst things anyone can do is talk about their plans. Um, I'm more of a show-your-work kind of guy, so I... I'm not going to sit here and puff my chest out and be like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. No, you'll, you'll see it, right? Like when you see it, you'll know it's mine. You'll say Tom built that. That's Tom's. That's his handiwork right there. I, I don't need applause and I don't need um, attention to me. I want attention on what I build, not on me, right? So... It's somewhere in there is a, a, a wiggle room of how do you talk about the thing you're excited about that's beneficial to other people while including them, while at the same time being this misanthropic man behind the curtain, you know, this Wizard of Oz type thing. And I'm like, well, great question. Don't have the answer exactly. But I do want to at least clue everyone into what's going on because... Um, as we move forward, and now I've broken the seal and I'm back in the podcasting game, um, the next few episodes coming up, I'm going to be bouncing a little bit between just finishing up some stuff I had recorded in the last few months that I just want to get edited and published and be done with it, so to speak, um, 
I have a bunch of new concepts that I want to bring into light, and it's going to be in more of a structured form. Um, I realize that sometimes I just throw out oddball things here and there, and I do it at oddball times. And um, while I think it's interesting, it is this sort of, you know, it's loosey-goosey. Um, I sat down, and I tried to organize my thoughts a little bit better. Um, I'm going to use this term very loosely. Don't read too much into this. But I've created a sort of syllabus. Um, it's an order for me to say, okay, well, if I were going to teach a course on, you know, whatever topic, you don't start at master level stuff, right? Like you, you, <laughs> if you want to be an astrophysicist, you need to learn the planets in first grade first or third grade, whenever they teach you it. Like you don't put a third grader who just learned what Jupiter is and you put him into an astrophysics final. Like he's, you know, what? What language are you speaking, right? So again, it comes down to how we communicate. Um, how do I, how do you present information to people and have them say, "Oh, okay, I, I'm with you," and then you grow from there. It's it's all matriculation, right? So don't you know? I'm not like professor of life. I just couldn't think of a better word than syllabus, to be honest with you. But that's kind of what I did. I, I took that time in the last few months to sit down and kind of create a framework of thought um, and how I can present it in such a way that it isn't my thoughts it's just these are thoughts and let me explain how i see them through the lens that which i view my life which is ms which can be helpful to other people see what i'm trying to do here if anyone can understand and say this better than me please reach out to me please um let me know so uh on top of that sort of formatting of the podcast um I'm also going to try to publish on a more consistent schedule um, just for the sake of me and, and being on some sort of uh, organized timeline. Um, I am cautious against announcing that I, you know, I'm going to drop a new video or a new, uh, a new thing every Tuesday. Um, it's good to have a deadline. It's good to have something to aim for. But at the same time, that feels like a job, and this is not a job. Um, the minute I put myself under some constraints, then I feel like I'm being muzzled. And if I'm muzzling myself, then there's a problem there, right? So that's a carefully guarded world I live in with that. Um, but I am going to try to be more conscious of publishing uh, episodes on a more consistent schedule. But on your end, friends, what you can do is go ahead, and I'm going to borrow an expression I hear far too often. Go ahead and smash that like button like and subscribe <laughs> smash it <laughs> whatever that means um but apparently if you subscribe to the podcast you'll get notifications when i do release new episodes so you don't have to wonder um like hey is this dude still alive or what you know they just kind of tell you like hey he's up to something and then you could listen and if you're going to listen to it um, I recently found this out. I didn't know about this. This was brought to my attention recently. There's a rating system, uh, which I guess makes sense, just like Amazon or whatever, like you just rate a product. Um, but it turns out, I'm going to puff my chest out of here just a little bit. Uh, this podcast, the Think Better with MS podcast, five stars. Just saying, not a big deal. I've never been a five-star anything in my life, but this podcast, it's got five stars. So if you are listening and you like it and you have the wherewithal to do it and you want to help um, this message get spread out and uh, into the ears of other people who might benefit from it, I think if you pop a five-star review in there, that does a lot, I think. maybe It might not. I don't know. Maybe it's just an ego thing. I don't know how that works. Someone needs to explain that to me. Um, and finally, I would like to bring up the idea that um, one of the major overarching non-articulated purposes of the work that I do is to build community. Um, not just a sense of community, but to actually build community. 
uh, it's the infrastructure in which a community can exist. Now, whether it's just for multiple sclerosis, or I'm here quoting MSers, um, or if it's people dealing with a chronic illness and autoimmune diseases, or if it's people that just want connection in their life, that community can exist, but it needs to also exist somewhere, right? That's where the infrastructure comes in. And I've been working a lot lately um, on that, the actual sort of physical building of that, which I will break down in subsequent uh, episodes because they deserve their own little thing. And there's a lot of really good news that's happening there. Uh, a lot of stuff is, is shifting on that front. So I'm really excited to talk about that. Um, but as far as the podcast goes, there is, uh, I, I've always found like a weird gap because like I can sort of talk and say what I need to say and I publish it and people listen to it when they do. And, you know, I could say, hey, here's, here's the email address, which is, by the way, uh, thinkwellthinkbetter at gmail.com. It'll be in the show notes. And I'm also on Instagram, and that'll be in the show notes as well. And while there's engagement there, um, there's not really a back and forth to it. You know, someone might just say, hey, that, that funny, funny whatever, or hey, you know, your voice sounds weird. And it's like, thanks, you know. Um, but there's not, it's engagement, but it's not conversation, if that makes any sense. Um, but Spotify, who I uh, publish through or host, I guess, they host my, my podcast. I don't know. I'm still learning the terminology. Um, they have an interaction tab. So every episode, they you have the ability to go in and you could like comment. And there's this section where they do polls. And I don't always do that, but sometimes I'll put a poll up and say, uh, you know, hey, what do you think about this? But as a listener, you can go in there and sort of make a comment. Um, I guess you know it's like a comment section in YouTube or something like that. I haven't yet figured out if I can or how I can like reply to your comments. So if you a few people have and thank you. And if you have, it's not that I'm ignoring you. I saw it. I just don't know how to like talk back to you. <laughs> so that's another thing that I, I have to work on. But again, this, this is the, the world of technology and me and just, it, I, I'm an analog person. I, and pen and paper is fine with me. I don't need fancy gadgets, but I'm trying to learn a world that is very much not in line with who I am which ironically is also like the world I find myself in now. I suddenly am like, oh, you're chronically ill in a post-pandemic world. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I didn't have any training for this. Um, I'm learning on the fly and I'm taking on challenges as they come and I'm trying to keep a really good attitude about it. So uh, go ahead, give us reviews. Doesn't have to be five stars. If you think it's one star worthy, by all means, do a one star. I'd prefer five because it just looks better. But um, you could like, subscribe, and get updated on that. You know the drill. You guys, you guys know this thing. This is all new to me, but it, yeah, I think people know this. Um, and ultimately, as I turn the page into um, this next chapter of my life, I still don't have my thirty-second elevator pitch. I don't know how to answer the term or the question. Uh, you know, what is your podcast about? Um, but what I do have is a vision for the future. And that vision, although it runs through me, it doesn't stop with me. And that's where, that's why I know it matters. Because someone had told me once, and I wish I remember who told me this, because I want to give him credit, because this is one of the most profound things I've ever heard in my life. And he said, if your vision only includes you, it's not big enough. I've never forgotten that, you know, and it's fair to say that we fall into a sort of myopic mindset, you know, we're human. We do that. We sort of focus on ourselves. Um, and there's a time and a place for that, right? There's a time and a place to soothe and self-care. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to like the purpose in life and one's purpose, it should include more people than just yourself. So that, that vision of the future that I have, that community that I want to 
be a part of and help build and um, help construct in, uh, the infrastructure for it. All of that uh, we'll be discussing in upcoming episodes, but that's really the direction I'm headed in right now. Uh, the next chapter, the next chapters um, are going to be dancing around that that thing for a while. Um, so if that's something that you find interesting and want to be a part of that process, I am looking for builders. I am looking for people who want to roll up their sleeves and start getting to work at uh, maybe making this world just a little bit better than it is right now. Um, I'm looking for people who are willing to put themselves out there and help other people um, to include their visions that just don't include themselves that's 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 a bigger it's bigger right so those are the people that i i want to reach those are the people that um i think i need in my life those are the people that would support and encourage me as i try to support and encourage them so uh if you know anyone who fits that description if you wouldn't mind sharing or forwarding uh, the information about this podcast out, um, yeah. we're, we're starting something big here. Uh, I wish I had a name for it. I wish I had some clear vision of it. But the truth is this, it, it doesn't exist yet. And that's always the trickiest thing, right? Is trying to sell someone on something that, that hasn't been built yet. If the film Feel the Dreams have taught me anything, it's that if you build it, they will come. So, let's get